2: One hundred percent, Patrick O'Dowd. Topic we're going to talk about before we have some fun. You are so ready to talk about. You have no idea ready. how ready you
3: are talking about. Ready. Oh, oh, I believe you. So ready to talk about it. Like, like, just. I'm titillated. Just so, so ready. <laughs> oh, Phoenix!
4: Hey yo! Why should you visit thechairshot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I'd actually like to take this opportunity to wish... Greg DeMarco Show. Best in all his future endeavors. <laughs>
5: The
0: big dog. You're welcome.
2: Shut up! What is up? A very happy Wednesday to you. My name is Greg DeMarco, and I want to welcome you to well, sit back and get ready for it. The Greg DeMarco show with Greg DeMarco and Patrick O'Dowd. DeMarco wrestling, outside interference, worked over wrestling, chair shot radio. And the Babyface Hill Podcast, where there are two sides to every story line. And get ready for it, Patrick O'Dowd, because this show is streaming live worldwide on the Voice of Choice Nation radio network at vocnation.com, on the Real Fans Sports Network at 411mania.com, and the Chairshot radio network as part of, well, chairshot.com.
1: Thechairshot.com. Always use your head.
2: See, I told you we were just going to do it all. Just going to do it all, Patrick. Like,
3: like, like, like all I was riding up a bike. Like you were, uh, I always. knew you would. Because
2: I threw it out there randomly at times, and and, and, and guys should do that. One time I did it just to make you think like we were going back. I think one time we went back, and that's how I told you, was by getting you to do that mm. during.
3: You said like, we were streaming live, and yeah. And then you did it.
2: It was, you know, no no questions asked whatsoever. Then there was a time I changed the name of the show during the show on accident. Just yeah, the, yeah, yeah
1: I remember that one. That was and like I, I, I accidentally
2: it called it the Greg DeMarco show. week later. I like, well, I guess the universe.
1: And it went back to the Greg DeMarco show until it wasn't anymore. Until it, it again. is again.
3: Until it is again. But it
2: won't So
1: shall again. it be written? So shall it be done? It's but circular,
3: happy circle. It's like a merry-go-round. It goes up and down and, and around.
2: around. Feeling the flow. Feel the, the flow. Working it. Doing the is I am the heel. Patrick Geddes is a babyface, and Miranda Morales is stuck in the middle, forced to be the referee, the peacekeeper, the tweener, and free to choose sides as she wishes. Like I said, this show is part of the Chairshot Radio Network, part of the Chairshot.com. Follow along. At Chair shot Media. Of course, we are streaming, you know, live worldwide, all that. But also on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Google Podcasts, and so many more. So like, subscribe, and leave us a five-star review. I am on your all of your forms of social media at Chair shot Greg, Patrick O'Dowd, who you've already heard, you can find him at Wrestling Realist. That's W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. There's no Y in Wrestling, but there is one in Realist. And there is one in Patrick for the wrestling realist, Patrick O'Dowd. And the other voice you heard is that of the queen of soft style herself. She is on Instagram and Facebook, but no Twitter because she's a Twitterless heroine. But you can follow her on the aforementioned Instagram and Facebook at the hashtag Miranda, hashtag, 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 hashtag spelled been. out hashtag. for the Ishtag. hashtag Miranda. It is Miranda Morales. It, it's so, it's it's less, it's a little more anti- anticlimactic when we have already recorded one show before we do this. But here we are. Yeah, we are. Here we are. Look at us. Look at us recording a podcast. Look at you. Look at us jumping in and, and recording the show. We're going to have some fun today. I'm going to have some fun. And, and we have kicked off. Well, yes, today is June 1st, 2021 we record this. The first ever podcast released by Greg DeMarco and Patrick O'Dowd was released on May 31st, 2011. It has been 10 years since we did that horrible edition of The Greg DeMarco Show, which you all heard Tuesday morning uh, as the, the throwback edition of Chair Shot Radio. Um, I did try to run it through the things that we do now to make the audio sound better, but, you know, what do they say? You polish a turd, but it's still a turd. I don't know. It's still that edition of 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 Blog Talk Radio and everything that we put together. You can hear Patrick O'Dell tell the story about how his recording situation—the first time we ever recorded in the first few months that we recorded—I remember when you first got a microphone. Like how excited you were that you got a microphone. It was a big deal. It was. It was a big deal. So we had lots and lots of headsets. Lots
3: headset. Headset. Head, the, the first headset I had was so generic and crappy.
2: Oh yeah, mine too. Like. And then I remember breaking one, having to use a work headset. Like there's just so many iterations and things that we've gone through. But the, the current stuff seems to work, and we've we seemed to have been on the current stuff for a while now. So right, it's like we, we finally got it figured out. Like nine years in, so it's a it's a good sign. It's a good sign. Better right. late than ever. Exactly. Hashtag Greg's fault. That remember that was that was that would get put out there a lot back in <laughs> the day. Hashtag dog's fault. Got the, the the dog. Is that is that Mickey or is that the other one whose name I can't remember? Sadie. Is that Mickey or Sadie? It's both. Both of it's them. Both.
3: Uh, it's both. That's, that seems to be the one thing I can't escape in podcasting now is dogs on the show. Yes.
2: Well, dogs are everywhere. <laughs> you just never know. Uh, so, got Sadie. We got Mickey. We
3: got the whole. They're big crew. fans.
2: They are big fans. K9s
3: are big fans. are streaming yes. live
2: worldwide. Yeah, they're
1: big fans. Sadie's Sadie's actually uh been on, on a podcaster too. Yeah. Just as in, yeah, she's also been requested I mean, as a, a s- special guest.
3: That's a strong demo. Uh the Young Bucks and Chris yeah. Jericho and Cody Go- Cody are jealous. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> no. <they're not>. They <laughs> won in on that. Sadie demo. was
1: almost casted as as one of the hounds. Chris Jericho's hounds. Uh, she she made it to a final casting call, but wasn't picked. Um, No, uh, I'm still unhappy with that decision as to this day. I felt like she was perfectly upset, but whatever.
2: That was all nepotism and we all know it like that's come on now. That's true. Nepotism and dogs. It's all it's all it's it's all all friends wrestling. It's all pets wrestling. There's no way that they were going to they were going to use anybody's dog not already related to the company because, well, that's just what they do. So we have already been talking here for seven and a half minutes, which means we're past the five minute mark. Which means, Miranda Morales, we can take care of some business.
1: Yes, Greg. I'm going to take some little help here. (laughs) Come on. Why don't you come up here? Sadie? why don't you tell Greg to wind it up. Yes, it is indeed time for you, yes you, to go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot to pick up your very own chair shot t-shirt today. If you go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the shot, you're going to find a bunch of t-shirt designs all in support of TheChairShot.com. That includes multiple Always Use Your Head t-shirts, the OG Chair Shot logo, the Hashtag Journalism shirt, the Corona Chair Shot t-shirt, and much, much more, including t-shirts in support of Chairshot Radio Network podcasts like A Winner Is You, Bandwagon Nerds hashtag Miranda show and everybody hates Greg if you go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot well you can find t-shirts there as low as $19.99 but if you want to pay a little bit extra you can get any of these t-shirts in soft style which I highly recommend because you deserve it so go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot that's ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot
0: Promotional
3: consideration paid for by the following...
4: Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save
5: 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. So we were going to talk about
2: this topic on Chairshot Radio, but instead, we decided to kick back, relax, and have a little bit of fun. Wax poetic about the past, but this past Sunday... All Elite Wrestling hosted the Double or Nothing pay-per-view live from Daly's Place in Jacksonville, Florida, with a packed house. And one of the more talked-about matches on that event was Anthony Agogo making his pay-per-view debut against the one and only American nightmarish dream himself, Cody Rhodes. Name
3: Sting. I
2: mean, oh, sorry. As you all, <laughs> as you all could the imagine, the one. Well. LOL, Cody wins, rides again, Cody Rhodes, victorious over Anthony Mm -hmm. Gogo, And here we are, Cody Rhodes wins again, along with a victory picked up by the Young Bucks and a victory picked up by that young talent who might be something someday, Kenny Omega. Par for the course, AEW, Patrick O'Dowd, we'll let you go first, but I really want to focus on Cody. Thoughts on LOL, Cody wins.
3: I, it's just a continuation. Like I was thinking about this because everybody talks about how great matches that are put out there, like 20 minute, whatever masterpieces. And that's nice and all, but like, don't tell me people don't tell me the WWE cramps folks down your throat. Like just stop. Cause you know, who's down my throat, the young bucks, mm-hmm. Cody, Cody, And Kenny Omega, and not in a good way, folks. Not in the fun way. I'm not Mm -hmm. getting things scraped down my throat in that way. That's like, oh, no, this is like ew. And it's just, give me a break. Like, it's I don't, I don't feel the pay per view is worth watching. And I don't even watch the show. But why should I? When the results, it's that easy. Like Cody, Cody's wrestling somebody new. Cody wins. I don't care how great the promos are. I don't how, care how big of, a, of an asshole Cody is. I don't care how much, you know, folks are behind the dude who's cutting the promos. Where you're like, wait a minute, he kind of sounds like the good guy, and people are confused. You know who's gonna win? It was Cody, dressed up like Sting, from Great American Bash 1990.
2: Yeah, it really was. <laughs> Google uh, it. Sting was there. I'm like sure I, Sting I, I put a
3: photo up. Did you? It was it was beautiful. I did.
2: On, I saw in that. our I saw. chat. Did see that. And and Cody winning, I mean, well, I'll let Miranda talk first because I, I, I'm going to go in a direction here, but I'll let Miranda go first. Well, she knows a little bit about what I'm going <laughs> to say, but I'll let her go first.
1: It didn't surprise me. So uh, last week on the Hashtag Miranda Show, I had uh, the trio from Trifulka Wrestling Media and uh, I, I posted this on my Instagram uh, for anyone who wants to, to listen to it. I explained to them because they were all, you know, cheery, and optimistic and explaining as far as their thoughts on Anthony Agogo winning. And I just, had to break down LOL Cody wins. I had to educate the children, as I've said before, um, and let them know that this was going to be the reality of it. And I think that, as Patrick mentioned, it's become more of a foregone conclusion. And I don't necessarily think that in hindsight, it was a bad decision, just because Anthony has a lot to learn and grow. But it's that that fact that if you he's facing on an, uh, any talent at this point, but especially a young up and comer, he's going to win. And you just wonder what is this all for? How is this building up new stars? Um, what is this doing for stories as a whole, or or even for him in the long run? You know, what is this meant to to do? for him. But yeah, I think it's it's just a foregone conclusion that anytime you see Cody Rhodes, he's going to win. Um, and it, it kind of brings a little bit of the air out of the room. Um, and it's not just that he won, it was a very dominant win, where I think too, if he's going to continue to win, if there is some kind of balance in the matches in which, you know, maybe he barely wins, or, or something happens where there's more of a struggle for him to win. I think, there'd be a little bit more understanding or a little bit more excitement or interest in the match. But even the way that he won, I think got fans really, you know, just that big sigh. And, and I think Patrick will appreciate the analogies. And I'm, I'm sure you've seen these, but I've seen a few analogies online where people have related him to the Homelander from the boys, uh, just because of this level of almost like arrogance and cockiness and i am america and you know just feeling like he represents so much of america but there's this layer underneath that feels just kind of uh with it and um you know i i wouldn't be mad at that if that was an actual turn if that was intentional but that's not intentional i, I think at the end of the day he really truly feels like a you know a, a big hero who's you know defending uh, the company defending wrestling, defending the USA, when in reality it's it's kind of a, a bit off-putting.
3: Now the oh, focus it? group said it looked great. No, he corrected that and, <laughs> and said that it wasn't was a focus awesome. group.
2: He, he corrected his lie and said there wasn't a focus group involved. That's a whole other problem is that Cody says things that he doesn't know. He's just – he's proving how little he knows about business when he speaks because he says things like, this was focus groups. Well, not actually focus groups, but I asked people backstage what they thought. And I rehearsed yes, it in front yes. of a mirror and asked the mirror what the mirror thought. And and it was the mirror they of a So that's why it told me what no. I wanted to hear. And it said, go be the American dream because that's what I truly desire. Um, here's the thing. Like, okay, there's a couple different factors in all of this. Number one, Anthony Agogo is not ready to be a pay per view level talent wrestling long AEW pay per view matches. It's not what he's been doing on on Dynamite, and so he shouldn't have been there to begin with. Number one, so it was unfair to him to put him in that spot. Number two, he was injured. Number three, he's like. Three quarters blind. So he's got a few things to work through and he can still be successful. He can be tremendously successful, but again, it was too much too soon. So Cody going over was the right decision in, in the end. Um, the match happening was the wrong decision, but if the match was going to happen, Cody should go over because a Gogo's is not ready. But he's been killing people with this liver punch, like just, just killing them dead. Cody took three of them, three of them. And still didn't lose, and and the analogy I've seen is more Captain America than Homelander because Cody was taking all kinds of damage and was just just going and and fine, and then he wins the match with the vertebraker with the Kudo Driver. Like, come on, man. it's not even his move. Like, and and a he took an inexperienced wrestler and put him in a situation where he could get real hurt, real bad, because that's not a move that's intuitive to take at all, and and we've seen that move go super bad at different times. And I don't know why they felt the need to do that. Like Cody has a finisher, and and it's it's granted. So does Anthony Agogo, and Cody took three of them and was fine. So it's it's that to me is the problem. The booking is fine. the 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 way the match itself was produced was not fine. Anthony Agogo losing, and then if he goes off, gets more experience when he come when he rises back up to that level, he's got a ready made program. He he wants to get that win over Cody Rhodes. He's got a mountain to climb when he comes back. Here's the other problem. And I'll let you guys talk about it, because you talked about Sting, you talked about all this. Cody Rhodes, in this match, was basically going for 1984 Dusty Rhodes. It was U.S. versus the evil European, which, I mean, do we really think Europeans are evil right now? No, we don't. We, we, we've we had our independence for quite a long time now, Cody. And he went all red, white, and blue, and, and Anthony Gogo was the evil foreigner, which is just really funny. And it would have worked in 1984 with Dusty Rhodes, but it's 2021 with Cody Rhodes, and and I just think it was a bad look and just a complete total miscalculation on Cody Rhodes' part. Like, I didn't think that we hated Europe that much. I'll let Patrick expand more. Well, yes, no, nice
3: <laughs> I mean. I at least go full Russian and have the guy be friends with Putin or something. Like if you're going to uh, go after a European country, like that's the that's the one to go for. Yeah, I think he's barking up the wrong Dusty Roads gimmick. I think it should be the common man. Like, so he, he, he can't person, be the common right? man because he's yeah, the he rich. can't.
1: Be, he lives in a mansion.
3: He lives in a mansion. He's no, got no a I get show. it. I get it. But if you're good, I mean, you act like he's. It's it's all smoke, folk people. Like it's all blows. Like you can is it, tell. Is it, wait, is it smoke great. and mirrors? A little bit. That yeah, was Cody's bit. best theme song, anyway. So. I see. I see what you did there, but yes, do. I th- the point is, is like if you're gonna run with an aspect of your father that that could still resonate today, a disparity in class, unfortunately, would be the way to go. He's just the wrong class. Like he would yeah, be the Ric Flair, here. not the dusty roads so as you so wisely pointed out and the you've talked about this all the time greg like aew's like because it's not just cody but like this obsession with this like era of wrestling from you know tbs and tnt like that wcw nitro era maybe even a little bit earlier than that as you laid out and I don't know people act like it's some new exciting thing and it just I don't know that it really no it's not it's horrible, it's it, it, horrible. it works yeah it's absolutely horrible and here's and the young thing. bucks are douchebags oh sorry oh, yeah. I just <laughs> had to <laughs> right. here's
2: this my is, thing just, and like, and I'll let you comment on this one Miranda but Cody Cody Rhodes is extremely talented and extremely smart he is better than dusty cosplay, like he just is, mm-hmm. and I think he'd be better as a professional and more well received and more successful in the long run if he got away from the dusty cosplay. But here we are, literally calling himself the American Dream for a match against the evil European Anthony agogo, who by the way, they celebrated the hell out of when they signed him yeah yeah
1: no, it, it's it's just a weird trope, really I mean they they it just didn't fit and if anything, we've seen Cody Rhodes in different characters, and he makes he made a lot of them work. Um, and it's been the fact that he's been everything but his his dad at this point. And I actually really did like his spin on you know the American dream as the American nightmare, and a, a little darker and a little bit more flashy. And I think that's been one of his his best characters is the American nightmare. So I just. But the fact that I think, who knows, he'll jump back to it, you know, in a few weeks, like it's all very fluid to him as well, which also then makes it seem a little disingenuous. That he only used that for as a gimmick for a match, when you could have really built that up over time, um where it's an evolution. And I think that's also where there's the stories you're most invested in when things take time, when you almost he had to go through this journey and rediscovering who he is through his father's legacy, I would have been more drawn to a in-depth story about that process instead of them just doing it in what, three weeks. Um, and also, then building up to a formidable opponent—it's almost like you know you could have filmed it as as uh, almost like a Rocky movie, you know, like with with the how how you discover yourself and the training and having this big formidable foe that you have to just muster and gather, you know, all your might for. I just feel like they rushed it to get a, a quick, cheap pop. And if anything, I think it kind of made that transformation just look, I don't want to say cheap, but I just almost a little disingenuous or just um, so, so quick that they just wanted it for the moment. And I, there's enough, some of the best stories in wrestling are the, are the true ones, the ones based off of real life. Right. And so. They could have done a lot of great things with this if they would have had the patience with it, but apparently they didn't because they wanted to rush this and Anthony Ogogo too. You know, yes, they could always circle back to this at some point, but I feel like if they had given it more time, one, it would have helped prepare Anthony Ogogo better, it would have felt like a more even matchup. And you really are setting someone up to be not not necessarily, you know, quote, unquote, evil, just based off of where they're from. But maybe someone who just thinks that he's better than him that, you know, someone who comes from a different country that is better than him because of his training, because of his background, because of his physique, because of his age. I just feel like they, they have all the tools in the tool shed to make these stories work. They just seem to rush it. And, and Cody's been going through people on the roster left and right. He has two-week feuds with people, and then they, they're gone and done, and he beats them, and it's on to the next. So I just feel like, too, they go through so many people so quickly for him that I don't really feel like anything has been drawn out other than the QT story and even then that I felt like could have had a longer buildup.
2: Yeah, well, but it's Q T Marshall. I mean, come on, like, really, like, it's it's like the guy was a cast off in Ring of Honor. Like, like that's what—that's what jumping
1: shit. the shark. When Q T got his own faction, that was a, to me the equivalent of jumping the shark.
2: Well, that's just Cody trying to to help people out because they run the school together and all that stuff. Like, so here's my question, okay? Because because Pac was totally wasted in the main event. Like, like there was no like no one cared about Pac in the main event when you had Kenny and you had Orange Cassie and all that. And, And you could have very easily just had Orange Cassidy versus Kenny Omega. And it didn't go on last anyway, so it wouldn't have mattered. Let's remove Anthony Agogo from this feud with Cody Rhodes and put Pac in there. Is it better? And does this make more sense? Patrick O'Dowd.
3: Probably because Pac, I think, not, he's just, I think he's just a better promo. And he's hateable. Sorry, you broke up a little bit. It's easy to hate Pac. Like, he's a good heel. Right. right,
2: he's he's right. He looks like he's played it
3: well, and you know, he's he's played it well in multiple companies too. So it's it's easier to get behind that, get behind Cody, right. if you've got that guy on the other side of the ring. Like it'd be very um, easy for
2: Pac to go after American privilege, right? And and talk down to America, and then Cody be like, no, this is what America truly about, and. And go with the gimmick. And Pac's got ammunition because he's been overlooked for most of his career. And Anthony Ogogo's right. not overlooked. Anthony gogo has been handed so much stuff. Now, he earned his Olympic boxing career, but in wrestling, it's been handed to him on a silver platter. So right. it just – yeah, it just didn't, didn't make any sense. Miranda, what do you think? Pac a better fit? Would Pac have made Cody look less silly in this angle?
1: Yes. Yeah, because there's also a true level of seriousness, as you mentioned, the history of Pac, his his wrestling background, his intensity. You know, you, he would have had a different match as well, um, too. It would have been a very different match and one that's more competitive, and one where Cody would have had to to claw his way through it. Pac would have given him everything, and a and a win over Pac would have made a made it look. You know, made him look a lot stronger. Like he really had to fight for for that because Pat, Pac is just a, an incredible wrestler. Right. Um, and and they would have a, a awesome match. Uh, I I could see that. Um, and you know, I, I yeah, there's just so much more elements to it based off of his history and of course, you know, being British. But I, I would have felt like it would have been more authentic.
2: I agree, hundred percent, and and that's why. I think it could have worked, but that's not what we did. We had to do this instead. So there'll be lots more opportunities to talk about LOL Cody wins and, and all the things that are wrong with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega as well. But now we're going to go to commercial, come back and have some fun. <laughs>
0: This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com.
2: Did, did we miss the buzzer, or did it just break up during the buzzer?
1: I did the buzzer. Okay. It was just too loud. That's always your problem. You have the buzzer too loud.
2: Maybe. I don't know. I missed the buzzer. Patrick, you got this look.
1: I don't know. I didn't hear the buzzer. I didn't hear the I think
2: you did the buzzer, but I, I also noticed that, like, you froze. And so I think it was – I don't think it was your fault. I think it was Tucson Internet's fault why the buzzer froze. But I that's okay. Fault. I don't want to oh, sit here you. and focus on the buzzer. I don't want to focus on anything else. We're not doing the baby face Heal of the Week this week, even though it makes sense to do Cody Rhodes. We'll table that for another week because we're about to do one of Patrick Adow's favorite things. It is time for the 10-year anniversary of Patrick Redown and Greg DeMarco, podcasting edition of the Wrestling Game Show. I am so excited.
3: Fuck, I don't remember. I'm just going to say that now. I don't remember. That's my answer. It's not all about that. Charlie, the uh,
2: the topics are themed with the number 10 and there's only three topics because i knew we'd have another topic to talk about and and i knew that we would not do the whole show like we've done this before so it's going to be shorter than normal three topics five questions each 15 total questions for those of you who may not remember the, the the reigning defending undisputed champion of the wrestling game show is in fact miranda morales so she will get to go first what we do is we do have um Three different categories, five questions each, and the rules for anybody who may not know is that Miranda will pick a category, I'll ask her the first question in that category, and she gets it right, she continues. If she gets it wrong, Patrick O'Dowd can either steal by, by getting the, the answer right, or if he knows he doesn't know the answer, then he can maintain control of the board and and pick a question elsewhere, not, um, not have an answer to the question, because if he tries to steal and gets it wrong, control goes back to Miranda Morales. So, if if in this same example, if Miranda gets the question right, she would get two points. If she gets it wrong and Patrick gets it right for stealing, he gets one point. So that is how the points work here on the Wrestling Game Show. And I use the example of Miranda picking first because she is the defending champion. She does get to pick first. Here are your categories as we celebrate 10 years of Greg DeMarco and Patrick Adel podcasting. The first category is, well, 10s. T-E-N-S, the number 10s. The second category is WrestleMania 10. And the third category is a legendary Greg DeMarco show guests. So there is the one Greg DeMarco show category. Miranda Morales, you, of course, have control of the board. You get to pick which topic we start with.
1: I'm going to start off with uh, the first category, 10s.
2: Okay. So this wrestler twice entered the Royal Rumble at number 10 to match his NXT gimmick at the time.
1: Oh, NXT gimmick at the time. Do I say the NXT gimmick name?
2: That is what I have written down on the paper.
1: Okay. That is Ty Dillinger.
2: Who was known as the?
1: 10. Perfect
2: 10. Perfect 10. Yeah, that would have been, that that, that would have not been oh, okay. part of the answer, but I just wanted to see if if we knew that.
1: What I knew.
2: There we go. Two points for Miranda Morales. Miranda, you retain, control the board.
1: I'll go with WrestleMania 10.
2: WrestleMania 10. This wrestler won the famous WrestleMania 10 ladder match.
1: That is uh, Razor Ramon.
2: And you had two choices, so you got the right one. Razor Ramon indeed is the answer. Randy, you keep control.
1: I'm just going to go down the line to, uh, uh, was it? Famous Greg DeMarco show guests. Legendary. 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 Famous legendary. This
2: Greg DeMarco show guest went on to become a WWE Universal Champion.
1: Oh. Universal Champion.
0: Five seconds. Four. I don't
1: know.
2: Two. One. Patrick O'Dowd, you can try to steal, or... It's Kevin Owens. It is indeed Kevin Owens. Slash. One point... He's on twice. Yes, he did come on twice. Um, Lots of fun. Great dude. Patrick O'Dowd, you now have control of the board. We've asked one question. let's
3: uh, Let's stay with legendary guests.
2: Okay. This is, this is the give me, right? This is whoever got this one was going to get it right. Uh, this Greg Demarco show <laughs> guest is the longest reigning NXT champion of all time and the greatest professional wrestler walking God's <laughs> green earth.
3: Adam Cole, baby.
1: Bye
2: Play, damn it. <laughs> That is correct. Patrick, the current score is Miranda Morales, four. Patrick O'Dowd, two. Patrick O'Dowd retains control of the board.
3: Wait, what? I don't get a point for stealing Kevin Owens? You did. Did I say two? Then you I only three. get one point. You have three. Did I say you two? Said you said two. Yeah, You th- he said two. You have three. Yes. Yep. See, this is this is why the game shows things, Miranda, <laughs> Miranda, right there. Right here. On my piece is- of
2: paper, you have three. Miranda has four. So you're good. <laughs>
3: Stay with legendary guests. Let's this
2: Greg DeMarco show guest recently made her NXT debut, but is most remembered by us for continually using her real name during her interview on our program.
3: Oh shit. Um, God, who was it? See, this is where, this is where I've slept since then. And can't remember. Um, is that Taya Valkyrie? That is
2: indeed Taya Valkyrie. I will accept Taya right. Valkyrie. I would have accepted. Because I can't Monet.
3: remember her goofy ass NXT name. <laughs> I, will, I, will,
2: I will accept Frankie Monet. I would have even accepted Kira Foster, which is what she kept saying when right. she was on our show. Patrick Godot has taken the lead now with five points and has control of the board.
3: Uh, we'll just keep doing the legendary guests. Let's just go all the way down the Craig DeMarco show memory lane.
2: Question number four of the five in this category. This Greg DeMarco show guest was recently released from WWE, but is still here in the United States and has not returned to her native land.
3: Oh, um, ah, shoot. I'm just trying to, Is that Peyton Peyton Roy. Uh,
0: so no. close. Miranda, I know you can steal you like can control the
3: board. What would you like to do? Well, now she knows the answer. So,
1: well, I think now I know. I don't know if I know, but is that Chelsea Green?
3: Wait,
2: no, no, no. hang on, hang on. There mm-hmm. we go. It was not Chelsea Green. We never got Chelsea Green oh. on the show. That was Billy Kay. Oh, right. Of course, Jessie McKay when she appeared on the program, and and during a big Shimmer weekend, and all I remember was her continually informing us that the Australian Aussies were complete shit. She just kept telling us that every time the Australian Indies came up. The Indies are shit in Australia. And that's why they have to fly over here for Shimmer Weekends. That means Patrick O'Dowd, you keep your lead in control. Let's, uh,
3: yeah, we'll do, we'll finish up the category.
2: Let me uh, go ahead and highlight this. Get any of my laughs out of the way internally. This Greg DeMarco show guest continues to provide content for the shows long after their last appearance.
3: The fuck kind of question is that? <laughs> It'll make sense. Continues to provide content long after their last appearance.
2: Yeah, maybe I, said, maybe I could have said continue to provide content long after their last appearance.
3: Adam Pierce.
2: <clears throat> Miranda Morales, you can guess or you can maintain control of the board.
1: Oh, man. I'm going to just maintain control because I. Don't. That would be none other
2: than my best friend, Taylor Hendricks. How? Yes, your
3: best friend. You get to pick
2: a category. We still have four questions left in 10s and four questions left in WrestleMania 10. Uh, Let's go to 10s. All right. Question number two out of 10s. These two members of the Undisputed Era competed against each other in the main event of ROH's 10th anniversary show as part of a tag team match.
1: Oh, man. Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish.
2: Patrick O'Dowd, you can steal.
3: Uh, I might as well. I'll I'll try to steal. Kyle O'Reilly and Rudder Strong.
2: (sighs) You guys are Put Adam so Cole close, in there
3: twice. That would be
2: <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> Cole, baby, the main event of Ring of Honor's tenth anniversary show, for some reason, was Ring of Honor World Champion David Richards teaming with Kyle O'Reilly against Adam Cole and Rudder, er and uh, Eddie Edwards. I don't, I don't know why. It's like they they flip tag team partners for some reason. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's also apparently oh, why yeah. they decided. Adam Cole could be a main eventer. So that means Miranda Morales maintains control of the board. We are still at a score of five for Patrick O'Dowd and four for Miranda Morales.
1: I'm going to stick with tens.
2: This wrestler defended the WCW World Championship in the 10th Starcade, which also featured the second ever Lethal Lottery. Oh, man. Yeah, these are hard. This great can get hard.
3: No shit.
1: Uh, I'm gonna. S- oh damn! I'm gonna say the tenth starcade. Is that Ric Flair.
2: Patrick O'Dowd, you can answer. You can maintain control of the board.
3: Okay, oh I uh, don't trust my WCW memory well enough to know if I'm going to guess the right main event, so I'm going to maintain the control of the board.
2: The correct answer was... Bam! Ron Simmons, who defended his championship at the 10th Starrcade, which was Starrcade 92. All right, Patrick O'Dowd, your choice, same score, you're winning 5-4. to four. Um... Let me just reset. We have four questions left in WrestleMania 10. Two questions left in the category 10s. Let's
3: let uh, let's go back to WrestleMania 10. Okay. Let's, let's prove how bad my memory is. Uh, for a show be I've be watched multiple one. times.
2: It shouldn't be for this one. I'd be surprised. But this wrestler defended the WWF championship twice at WrestleMania 10.
3: How's Yokozuna?
2: Where, where's the soundboard at? Where'd it go, soundboard? Where did you go? You are correct. That was indeed Yoko Zuna. All right, Patrick O'Dowd, the choice is yours.
3: Uh, we'll stick with WrestleMania 10.
2: This wrestler successfully defended the WWF Women's Championship at WrestleMania 10.
3: Uh, Holundra Blaze?
2: at you. It was indeed a lunge or blaze. Did you pull it up on Wikipedia?
3: No, I swear know. to
1: God. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of an easy guess. She was like one of the only women. The Named the only, only women's champion <laughs> <and Robert laughs> in the 90s. The
2: challenger at WrestleMania 10, which was 1994, was Leilani Kai of all people. Like, yeah, this is not. Right. We're not talking about. Um,
3: okay. Uh, WrestleMania 10.
2: This was Doink the Clown's tag team partner for the mixed tag team match against Bam Bam Bigelow and Luna Vashon.
3: Dink. It was
2: indeed Dink the Clown. Patrick O'Dell, the new score is 11 for you and four for Miranda Morales.
3: This is really unfamiliar territory know, for right? a trivia show. I'm just
0: playing yes. that out there. So there are
2: um, two questions left in 10s and one left in WrestleMania
3: ten. Let's finish WrestleMania 10. This Hall of Fame
2: tag team lost the dark match before WrestleMania 10.
3: Um, dude, you're going to me on this one. Uh, the Bushwhackers.
2: It was, in fact, the Bushwhackers. Nice. That was a total guess. Yes. I know it was. <laughs> There you go. So All we right, have 10. two questions left in the category of 10s, and we'll see if, if – I mean – it's all kind of wrapped up already, but we're still going to play the last yes, two questions. Yes. Patrick O'Dowd, this yes. wrestler, failed in his bid to win the NXT Championship from Samoa Joe at the 10th NXT TakeOver, titled The End.
3: Oh, see, this is where me not watching NXT really hurts, because I never watched any NXT. Um, let's see, who is wrestling Joe at that time? Uh, let's say... I don't know. Uh, Sammy Zayn.
2: Mm. Yeah, no, nope. like, Miranda I don't know Morales,
3: I you might as well guess
2: because there's no point in having control of the board when there's one question left.
1: It's a, it's a me.
2: You should yeah, guess. You. Yeah, because,
1: okay. Sorry, you cut up for a second. Oh, I'm sorry. Miranda uh, Morales, it is to you. Is that Ben Ballard?
2: That is indeed. How's my Miranda other guess? Who mm-hmm. lost to Samoa Joe inside of a steel cage at the end? The last question is for you, Miranda Morales. This former, a multi-time Greg DeMarco show guest, lost to Nyla Rose on the tenth edition of AEW Dynamite.
1: I have no idea.
2: Do you want to foster a guess?
1: I no idea. I really do. <laughs> I don't even remember that okay. far back.
2: Patrick O'Dowd, multi-time guest of the Greg DeMarco show, lost to Nyla Rose. On the 10th multi-time of
3: it, guest that lost to Nyla Rose. Um, again, things that I don't watch for a thousand, Alex. You're just trying to pad your huh. lead at this point. <laughs> Nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy my victory. I don't remember. I don't know.
2: That will be none other than one of your favorite guests, Leva Bates. Huh. So that means our final score was, was a multi-time random. guest six, Patrick O'Dowd thirteen. The winner, hashtag and new New. wrestling game show champion, is none other than the wrestling realist, Patrick O'Dowd.
3: Patrick O'Dowd. A winner is me. I need some arrogance. Spray the audience with the arrogance. A
1: B-U-L-O-U-S. A-B-U-L-O-U-S. Yes. Diamonds
5: on my neck. Yes, I'm fabulous. Alright, gentlemen, you have three minutes and you better make it good. We got three minutes that we're out of here. The clock is ticking and we're in the clear. We got three minutes that we're out of here. We got Three
0: minutes,
2: what it's three minute warning time, and I have a question for both of you. And and you know this is an opinionated show, and we all have opinions on this show. But god damn it, there's a right and a wrong answer to this question. Last week on AEW Dynamite, leading into the double nothing pay per view, Tony Khan decided to cut a promo informing <laughs> WWE CFO and president Nick Khan that there is only enough room for one Khan in the wrestling business. And his name is uh-huh. Tony Khan. Patrick, we and down to Miranda Morales. we we'll start with Miranda Morales. Yes or no. Was there any good reason to deliver this promo?
1: Before I mention that, or I give my answer, it just proves that they are listening to the shot Radio Network because he referred to himself as the the uh, Forbidden Door. Um, so I just just want to say that they're listening. Everyone, they're listening. Um, no, there wasn't any. There really wasn't any reason for that at all. Not one of my legendary lines. That was not necessary.
3: No. Patrick, go down. Yeah, no, because this wasn't like you were challenging Vince McMahon to a fight. At least challenge something people give a shit about if you're gonna if you're gonna poke that bear. But <laughs> Nick, what are you doing? He like, should have no. He
1: should have t- talked to Eric Bischoff, and Bischoff well, knows that's, what it's like. Yeah, to <laughs> like,
3: well, and, and Bischoff shouldn't have challenged Vince McMahon, but at least it sort of made sense because Vince McMahon's on television. Like you've seen the dude, you know who they're talking about. Nobody knew who the fuck this other guy was until like two weeks ago. Well, that's know, the thing.
2: Like, Every AEW fan knows who Nick Khan is because they're all internet wrestling community fans. Right. But Who is it. this promo gonna attract to your product? All it does is continue to stroke their fan base that they already have. Just like Cody right. winning, just like Kenny winning, just like the Young Bucks being the Young Bucks and 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 becoming, you know, their true selves on television now. Like it just none of it makes any sense. And this is why their product never grows, because they continue to cater to the fans they already have. And it's like they're so afraid of losing their current fans that they have make no efforts to grow to new fans whatsoever. Right. But like I said on Twitter, all this promo does is confirm that Tony Khan basically paid for a $100 million fantasy wrestling camp. Because now he's out here cutting promos on Vince McMahon and on Nick Khan telling him that he's not allowed to, to go, you know, he can't be in the wrestling business because his last name's Khan and that Tony's the one that has all the relationship with New Japan, which, by the way, Tony later said that he cleared that through New Japan. That's about as true uh-huh. as Cody Rhodes focus grouping his U.S. promo because New Japan never would have been okay. Think of what we know about New Japan and the Japanese culture. They never would have okayed that promo. Like, come on. Like, that's just... It, uh, Someday, all of these lies are going to come back and bite them in the ass, whether it's in real time or whether it's during the meteoric rise and inevitable fall of All Elite Wrestling on the WWE Network. One way or another, this will come to pass, and we will all love and enjoy it. Man, we got a lot of these episodes coming up, Miranda Morales. We talked about the rise the immediate rise and eventual fall of, of impact. Uh,
1: they're also. listening. They're listening. Well, they've always been listening. I mean, how, how yeah, exactly. They've already been following you on, on Twitter. I mean, like, they, they're afterwards. following. They're listening. Um, They know.
2: I mean, Patrick, I, we only need but one bit of proof to prove that they've been listening, and that bit of proof is known as three words, Dolph Ziggler's hair. That's a, a yeah. extreme throwback sure. to the years ago of the Greg DeMarco show. And that my friends God. is going to do it for this week's edition of the baby facial podcast. You can follow him at wrestling realist. It's W R E S T L N G R E A L I S T because there's no I N wrestling, but there is one in realist. There is one in Patrick and there is one in champion for the current reigning and defending wrestling game show champion hashtag and new Patrick O'Dowd. You can follow her on the Instagram and the Facebook, but not on the Twitter for she's a Twitterless heroine. That is at the hashtag Miranda for Miranda Morales. Hashtag is spelled out. You can follow me at Chairshot Greg. Follow the website at Chair shot Media. Those are all the things for the Chairshot Radio Network. Until next time, we appreciate you listening, and we'll talk to you next week right here as we continue the month of June celebration on the Babyface Heal Podcast.